And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Attention, people of Earth. Do not resist us. All who oppose us shall be annihilated. We command the most powerful army of monsters in the universe. They are sure to defeat your Earth monsters. All those who are hearing this are now under the control of the Earth Destruction Directive. 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 Hello and Merry Christmas from here on Earth Destruction Directive. As always, I am your host, Mr. Luke Giaconetti, and want to welcome everyone to our special Christmas episode for the year 2014. Hope everyone is having a good holiday season. It is right smack dab in the middle of December as we're recording this, so we are hip deep in said holiday season, and I hope it's going well for everybody. Uh, today we're going to be taking a look at, well... <laughs> An oddity for sure, but certainly one that fits the Christmas uh, theme that we've got going on here. And uh, it's a new one to me, and I'm hoping it's going to be a new one to you folks as well, and that we, uh, we're going to enjoy it. So what we're taking a look at today is Alpha's Magical Christmas. Now, Alpha's Magical Christmas was a direct-to-video VHS release from the Mighty Morphin Fan Club. It was a fan club exclusive. That was released on October 19th, 1994, right smack dab in the second season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Now, if you uh, listeners out there remember last year's Christmas special, I took a look at the episode, I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. And that one was also released as a direct-to-video Christmas special, but did make it in edited form as an actual broadcast episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is how I saw it initially. Alpha's Magical Christmas, however, was only ever released on VHS, and I had never seen this. I didn't even realize this existed in any form other than on VHS when I did the episode last year. It was only in doing my research on that one that I realized that Alpha's Magical Christmas was included as a special feature on the complete series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1 through 3 box set from Shout Factory. It's included on Disc 1 of the special features set for that uh, for that complete season, excuse me, complete series pack. So I finally had the opportunity to watch this. So let's take a look right now at Alpha's Magical Christmas. On Christmas Eve, Alpha 5 is sad because he is all alone in the command center as the Rangers are at the North Pole helping Santa Claus get ready for his big night. Using some command center technology and a little Christmas magic, Alpha and Zordon redecorate the command center for the holidays, including generating a Christmas tree. Zordon then teleports good little children from all over the globe to celebrate with Alpha. As they sing Christmas carols, Alpha and the kids make decorations, bake cookies, and play with presents. We also look in on the Power Rangers, hard at work helping Santa get all the presents together for his journey. Finally, it is time for the kids to all go home and get to bed before Santa arrives, and Alpha says his farewells. Just then, Tommy, Kimberly, and Billy arrive, and after a pre-recorded message from Adam, Rocky, and Aisha, the Rangers wish Alpha a Merry Christmas, and it begins to magically snow inside the command center. Talk about your peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, it's uh, this is a uh, this is a hard one. You know, uh, 
I said I had some pretty harsh things to say about I'm dreaming of a white ranger, but oh my goodness, this is this is pretty much immeasurably worse in pretty much any metric. Um, as I said, this was a direct-to-video Power Rangers Fan Club exclusive. Besides that release, it was also later released on a holiday compendium uh, VHS release, which is called Power Rangers Holiday Specials, which also included I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger and Power Rangers Zeo episode A Season to Remember. Now, ostensibly, this was done by Saban to give Alpha 5 a chance to have a starring role. Alpha 5 was voiced by Richard Stephen Horvitz, and, you know, he was on the show for quite a while and never really got much of a chance to do anything other than a supporting role. And this was Cheryl Saban's pet project. Cheryl Saban is Haim Saban's wife, and this was apparently her kind of pet project to give, you know, uh, something out of the ordinary for the show that she really thought was necessary. As I said, also, it's on the Special Features Disc 1 on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1 through 3 box set. So it has gotten a mostly wide release, but I think if you, I don't think those Special Features can be found anywhere except on that Season 1 through 3 box set. If you buy the individual releases, you won't be able to get it. Right at the beginning of the special, there's a wraparound where Alpha greets the viewers, and this scene is... A little strange because it directly breaks the fourth wall. I only think this is strange because the same thing happens at the end of I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger, where the cast looks directly at the camera and wishes us all a Merry Christmas. Here, Alpha greets everyone and says that he wasn't having such a magical Christmas, and then this happened. The Rangers are helping Santa Claus in the North Pole. Gee, I hope Lord Zed doesn't attack while all this is going on, because that would be really unfortunate, wouldn't it? I mean, this cannot be the best way for them to help out. I mean, Santa's been doing this literally for centuries. He needs the Rangers to help them circa 1994. That doesn't make any sense. He's got a whole operation up in the North Pole at Depart. This didn't, didn't work with me. In the scene where Zordon teleports the kids, we see the uh, standard stock footage outside establishing shot of the command center, but there are lights strung up on it. And as someone who every year gets up and down the ladder and strings lights across my roof and my garage, and, you know, my wife and I do a decent amount of decorating outside our house, I always wonder, what are those lights clipped onto? You know, how are they held up? Maybe Billy made some kind of special compound that sticks to the sheer uh, stone walls on the outside of the command center. That made me laugh. We get a lot of footage of kids making craft ornaments, decorating cookies, doing that sort of thing. As I'm watching this, it really looks like they're working, like they're not just pretending to do crafts and stuff. I wonder how much of this was legit. How much of it was, hey, here's the kids, your gig today is you're going to make little craft decorations and we got to bake some cookies from catering and they're going to you're going to decorate them and they just kind of filmed it and then, you know, looped in the uh the the, the Christmas carols and stuff over that. It'd be a pretty good gig if you're a little kid that likes Power Rangers, you know. I wonder about that. But there's there's very little information actually about this episode. So some of the, the details have been just lost in the ether. We get a lot of stock footage, and not just your standard Power Rangers stock footage. At one point while they're singing Jingle Bells, we get to uh, see some stock footage of people riding in sleighs through the viewing globe. Who, who knew the viewing globe could also uh, um, access unlicensed video footage? That was pretty neat. Um, we get to see the Rangers, the suit actors, uh, stuffing gifts into Santa's sack on the viewing globe, and I know that sounds horrible, but basically, they're all crammed into the viewing globe, so everybody's right on top of Santa, and they're all shoving gifts in. It's like, again, is this the good use of their powers to be able to do this? I mean, okay, fine, maybe they're helping them get ready. We, we need the, the most, you know, fearsome fighting force on the planet putting Christmas presents in a bag? Really? Again, just seems like this wasn't very well thought out. 
During the performance of Silent Night, Mary and Jesus make a cameo, <laughs> which was unexpected. Uh, they don't get any speaking lines, but uh, it was very strange to see um, you know Mary and baby Jesus show up. I mean, appropriate again for a Christmas episode, specifically named as such. Not a holiday special, but a Christmas special. Just it was strange to see in that. That was just it took me aback. Stock footage of the Ranger actors. We get to see the some of that. We see the power transfer Rangers. So we see you know Rocky and Adam and Aisha. But Tommy is shown in the footage from in the command center as well as at the North Pole to be the Green Ranger. So that doesn't work because the power transfer happened after Tommy became the White Ranger. In fact, they think they actually show footage of Tommy as the White Ranger and then have him show up as the Green Ranger. So this is all kind of wonked out right here. You know, this was made during the second season, and so it was a very kind of big transitional period for the show, so a lot of changes were happening. I'm sure this was kind of shot as it was needed. But it really does, it just is strange. It doesn't even make sense in and of itself. It's its one thing, like on I'm Dreaming a White Ranger with Cat, where if you think about it, the timing doesn't work. This is not even internally consistent. You know, he's green, he's white, which is it? You know, it doesn't make sense. Um, at the very, near the end, Kim, Tommy, and Billy arrive at the command center. These are the three veteran Ranger actors who were still with the show. We then get a pre-tape of Rocky, Adam, and Aisha just saying, Merry Christmas! And, and it's, it's really... That's it. And then uh, Zordon specifically says, the others still at the World Peace Conference. They don't even rate names. They're just, they, you know, that was it. You ask for more money, you get sent to the World Peace Conference. That's pretty much how it works here in Power Rangers. But, you know, at least it's nice to see some of the Ranger actors, and at this point, the three that anybody really gave a two flips about that were left on the show were Tommy, uh, Kim, and Billy. So that was nice, at least. Bulk and Skull make one appearance in a piece of stock footage in a clip. I would have rather seen Bulk and Skull at the command center hanging out with the kids than just get them in stock footage. I think that could have been some really funny stuff. But again, if they're not going to pay for all the Ranger actors, they're certainly not going to pay for you know two supporting members like Bulk and Skull. There is a lot of songs in this. This is primarily uh, a showcase for Richard Stephen Horvitz to sing in his alpha voice. And there's a lot of Christmas carols. We get, Oh Christmas Tree, Here We Come A-Wassailing Along, Deck the Halls, Jingle Bells, Good King Winasis, Wensauce, I don't know, Up on the Housetop, Jolly Old St. Nicholas, I'll Be Home for Christmas, Silent Night, and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. So there is an interesting uh, um, array of different Christmas carols with uh, being sung by, you know, Alpha 5. So that's, from a novelty standpoint, at least something. And these were put into a, a book and tape set uh, at, and reissued at some point with, a, with a, an additional story to this where Lord Zed actually does show up, which sounds a lot more interesting than what we actually got here. But that's, I don't have access to that. I've got to look online and see if maybe I can find that. But as far as Alpha's Magical Christmas, it's, that's a, a dubious amount of uh, merit at best. As I said, this is worse than I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger in pretty much all respects. Uh, no redeeming qualities or even really clever bits at all. I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger had some f genuinely amusing stuff in it. This does not. It's almost entirely recycled or stock footage. Even the new footage is reused numerous times. There's a scene of one of the girls clapping and yelling yay. That is, I saw it three times. It may have been in there more. Um, as I said, the, the three Ranger actors that people actually liked do make an appearance. That's something. But even that's marred by inconsistency with Tommy wearing the Green Ranger costume when he should have been wearing the white. And so it's, you know, that, that doesn't hold much appeal. 
But beyond that, it's a strange relic of the mid-1990s. It's not really worth bothering for if you don't already have the box set. Don't seek out the box set because of this. I mean, if you have it, it's, it's worth watching just to say I've watched it, but that's about it. There's really nothing <laughs> that even the, a modern viewer, even if you are a Power Rangers fan, is really going to enjoy out of this. This is just a strange little one-off, and I, I just got nothing else to say about that. It's, uh, yeah... I'd rather I'd rather watch I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger twice than watch this one again. So sorry, Savon, I hate to be a downer at Christmas time, but that's the way that the uh, gingerbread cookie crumbles sometimes. Now I'd, I'd like to take a moment for us, as Craig Kilborn used to say back on the Daily Show. Yes, kids, there was a host of the Daily Show before John Stewart. Believe it or not. I just want to thank everyone for listening this year. This has been a, a good year for Earth Destruction Directive. We've had a lot of good episodes, covered a lot of interesting material, uh, had some great guests. You know, shout out to Sean Engel and Derek Crabb for being guests on the show this year. I've got some good stuff planned for 2015. Hoping to get more guests on, hoping to cover more stuff, get more episodes out. I, I really appreciate all the listeners and all the great feedback. I really do. I, I know I say that, but I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. You know, this uh, any, any podcaster will tell you that their podcast is a labor of love. And getting that feedback, getting that email, that iTunes review, that note on Facebook, whatever, that thumbs up saying, hey, I appreciate what you're doing and I dig what you're doing, that makes it all worthwhile because this is a job. And I say a job. This is a hobby that takes away time from our families, times we could be doing other things uh, that we do just because we love it and we love the material we cover. And that certainly is how I feel about Earth Destruction Directive. And I really appreciate each and every one of you out there. And I hope that uh, we can continue to produce um, a show that you guys enjoy and that everyone uh, will continue to listen to the show in 2015. I'd also like to take this time to wish everyone uh, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, whatever holiday it is you celebrate this time of year. I hope that you get to spend it with family and friends and that uh, it is a a fun and safe holiday season for everyone. I'd also like to uh, have everybody think about everything that you're thankful for in this year as well as going forward. And please keep in mind those who uh, may be in our own communities, maybe friends, maybe relatives that don't have as much to be thankful for this year and reach out to them and remember all the all the things you've been blessed with and all the uh, the good things going on in your life and think of others in this season as well as yourself i am going to sign off now this is the last earth destruction directive that you're going to hear in 2014 so i hope everyone has a happy and safe new years and i will see you guys soon so until then keep them stomping and merry christmas Oh, tidings of comfort and joy
This has been Earth Destruction Directive, a Dai Kaiju podcast, produced and created by me, Luke Jackanetti, as part of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, available at twotruefreaks.com. This is a fan work celebrating the history and culture of Japanese giant monsters. All movies, TV shows, comic books, characters, and other intellectual property is copyright their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended or implied. If you'd like to send an email to the show, you can email me at earthdestructiondirective at yahoo.com. I respond to all emails, and if you send in some comments, I'll read them on the show. All episodes of Earth Destruction Directive can be found at twotruefreaks.com. You can also find the show on iTunes. Just search for Earth Destruction Directive. You can even leave an iTunes review if you want. You can get in touch with the show on Facebook. Just search for Earth Destruction as the first name and Directive as the last name. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter with the handle LJacone. That's L-J-A-C-O-N-E. And if you want to buy something discussed on the show, head on over to twotruefreaks.com and click on the Amazon.com link on the front page. Any items you buy during your session on Amazon.com will help keep the lights on, and it won't cost you anything extra. Thanks for listening, and be sure to come back next time for more city-stomping fun on Earth Destruction Directive. Well, it's big and terrible. It's more frightening than I ever thought possible.